0: Take your Bibles and go to 2 Samuel chapter 17. 2 Samuel chapter 17. And We walked through last week how David had borne really several things patiently <clears throat> about how he was spoken against, he was cursed at, uh, even to the point of, of him being totally humiliated uh, with his wives being used by, by the counsel of Ahithophel. And uh, then we looked at Jesus' life and how he bore really all three of those things that, uh, that David did, yet he was without sin. He, 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 was, he was reviled. He was afflicted. He was cursed at and uh, And we saw that that as we we took the lord 's supper together, and now we move into a time where now uh, Absalom wants to declare he, he wants to put his stamp on the kingdom now, his rebellion, and he takes he starts to listen to the advice once again of ahithophel so let 's start reading here in chapter seventeen. Moreover, Ahithophel said unto Absalom. Let me now choose out 12,000 men, and I will arise and pursue after David this night. And I will come upon him while he is weary and weak-handed, and I will make him afraid. And all the people that are with him shall flee, and I will smite the king only, and I will bring back all the people unto thee. The man whom thou seekest is as if all returned, so all the people shall be in peace." And the same pleased Absalom well and the elders of Israel. As we're going to see here tonight, the council of Ahithophel is going to be met now with the council of another man. The man who was sent back from David there, the humble man, Hushai the Archite. But before we see that, we're going to see that this rebellion is, is in the heart of, of Absalom and Hushai will play on the pride of Absalom. And as we apply it to our lives, what I want us to see is that rebellion never pays. Repellion never pays. In fact, if you go back to the life of Saul, you find that when he was looking to, to do what he wanted to do, he wasn't going to obey fully, When he was told to kill the Amalekites, uh, Samuel, the prophet, looked him straight in the eyes and told him that rebellion is as the sin of Witchcraft. witchcraft. And here, we're going to see the same thing, that God is not pleased with it. Just because God is keeping his promise to David in judging David's sin does not mean that he's going to let Absalom slide with his sin of rebellion. God does judge his sin. And yes, God is, has been accomplishing two purposes through the lives of these men, but it's going to come to an end. And we'll, we'll see that here in just a moment. Father, would you help us tonight see that you are, again, the faithful judge and good will prevail overall. Lord, in the end, rebellion will not pay. And uh, Lord, as we see that through this narrative, Lord, I pray that we would also be able to apply it to our own lives in the ways that uh, lord maybe we're rebelling against you and lord when you've given us the light to obey you lord i i pray that you'd work in each heart tonight and lord give us hope for for right now in our lives but also the future uh lord in the the glorious uh, place that you're preparing for us lord that that rebellion is not going to win i pray this in jesus name amen As we look at the two pieces of advice given to Absalom here, you notice a stark difference in the size of the advice. Ahithophel's advice takes up verses 1 through 3, very short, and it is the right advice. If Ahithophel would have taken 12,000 men and gone for just the king, he would have smitten him, and Ahithophel was right in saying that if the leader dies, all the men are going to serve you, Absalom. They're, they're not going, the, the, the war will be over. They don't. They, they're, the one who they want to serve is now dead. They have no choice. He, he was right in that. But here now, Hushai is going to speak. And I want you to notice Hushai's, uh, Hushai's uh, advice goes from verse 7 all the way down through verse 13 much, much longer, and I want you to notice this, any teacher will appreciate this, but he gives word pictures. He gives word pictures and draws Absalom in with his speech. Verse 5, Then said Absalom, Call now Hushai the archite also, and let us hear likewise what he saith. Remember, Hushai came to the king, uh, not to the king, but to Absalom, and said, I, "You know, I'm not." Uh, Absalom said, "I thought you'd be with my father." And he said, "No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. If if he's come away from the kingdom, I'm going to serve you." Verse six. And when Hushai was come to Absalom, Absalom spake unto him, saying, "Ahithophel hath spoken after this manner. Shall we do after his saying? If not, speak thou." And Hushai said unto Absalom. The counsel that Ahithophel has given is not good at this time. For said Hushai, thou knowest thy father and his men, that they be mighty men, and that they be chafed in their minds as a bear robbed of her whelps in the field, and that thy father is a man of war, and will not lodge with the people. Behold he is hid now in some pit or in some other place, and will come to pass, and it will come to pass when some of them be overthrown at first that whosoever heareth it will say there is a slaughter among the people that follow Absalom and he also that is valiant whose heart is the heart of a lion shall utterly melt for all Israel knoweth that thy father is a mighty man and they which be with him are valiant men therefore I counsel that all Israel be gathered generally unto thee uh, generally gathered unto thee, from Dan even to Beersheba as the sand that is by the sea for for multitude, and that thou go to battle in thine own person, so shall we come up upon him in some place where he shall be found, and we will light upon him as the dew falleth on the ground, and of him and of all the men that are with him there shall not be left so much as one. Moreover, if he be gotten into a city, Then shall all Israel bring ropes to that city, and we will draw it into the river until there be not one small stone found there. And Absalom steps back, and he looks over at the elders on this side of his throne, and he looks over to the other people, his other counselors on the other side, and they all agree, this is exactly what we want to do. Absalom in his pride, is, is listening to what Hushai is saying, and he agrees, verse 14, And Absalom and all the men of Israel said, The counsel of Hushai, the archite, is better than the counsel of Ahithophel. For the Lord had appointed to defeat the good counsel of Ahithophel to the intent that the Lord might bring evil upon Absalom. The Lord was going to judge. And here was this was the plan that God intended to use to do it. Here, if you if you if you're tracking with what Hushai is saying, he's saying David, uh, uh, Absalom, you you don't understand it. If you were just to take twelve thousand men and to go after your father, it, right now he's like a a, a a mother bear robbed of her whelps. You know she's she's hop, uh, he is hopping mad. He's not gonna. He's, it's not gonna go well for you, and if and and most likely he's probably not even lodging with the people. He's probably apart from them. And you're trying to. If you're gonna go find a big group of people, what's gonna happen is you're gonna get met by those mighty men, and some of you are gonna die, and some of you are gonna run, and it's gonna be known among Israel that there was a slaughter among your men. And and what's gonna happen is they're all gonna rise up and they're going to follow after David once again. He said, you are, are a man, you are a valiant man, you, you have the heart of a lion, and your heart is going to melt if that were to happen. And so he, he, he continues to paint these pictures. He said, what we ought to do is, is and he uses the common term to, to refer to all of Israel, he says, from Dan, which is the far north, all the way down to Beersheba, amass this big army and don't let and what he's saying here by you need to lead them into battle yourself in in jewish culture and roman culture this was very typical Uh, when you had a gravestone when you at the end of your life if you wanted something a victory amassed on your uh, uh, gravestone or your pillar what would happen is you would be need to be the one leading them into battle He's saying, "Don't let Ahithophel be the one leading them into battle. Don't let Ahithophel take twelve thousand men. You lead us into battle. We're gonna we're gonna mass this great army, and we're gonna go take him as the dew falling falling on the ground. And we're gonna we're gonna not just we're not just gonna take out the king only like Ahithophel said. We're gonna take them all out, because all of them are traitors against you. Now, does that not appeal to a man's pride?" It absolutely does, and that's what, he's, that's what he's doing here with Absalom. He's saying that, uh, Absalom, you, you, are, you are much more powerful than David. Let's take him out. Now, the danger is he is much more powerful, <laughs> and so he needs to warn David. He needs to warn David because the plan that he's given, if not properly warned, would take him out. The Lord is more powerful than that, though. And so Hushai sends for, for some people. In verse 15 here, we see word is sent to David. Then said Hushai unto Zadok, and that's the priest there, and to Abathar the priests. Thus and thus did Ahithophel counsel Absalom and the elders of Israel, and thus and thus have I counseled. Now, therefore, send quickly and tell David, saying, Lodge not this night in the plains of the wilderness, but speedily pass over. Remember, he is he is passed over uh, the, key, the, uh, the brook Kidron, and he's heading north, and he hasn't quite gotten there yet, but he's going to head north towards Mahonahem, and that is where Absalom's going to meet him, and that's where a battle is going to ensue. We'll see that in the next chapter. But here... Let's, let's stay right here as, as they're sending word. Uh, verse 16 once again. Uh, stay not, not this night in the plains of the wilderness, but speedily passed over, lest the king be swallowed up and all the people that are with him. Verse 17. Now Jonathan and Himaz stayed in, in Enrogal, for they might not be seen to come into the city. And a wrench went and told them. Now stop right there. You know that's a person because a wrench and a hammer don't tell anything okay oh there i'm sorry wench it it does play tricks on you okay i i've been calling it wrench this time i've been studying but i have not added the r so a wench in, in in Jewish culture and, and in, and in uh, K- King James English, Wench is a, is a female servant. And she was the one that, that went and told them. And they went and told King David. Nevertheless, a lad saw them and told Absalom. But they went both of them away quickly and came to a man's house in, in Behurim, which they had a well in his court. Whither they went down. And the woman took... Uh, and spread a covering over the well's mouth, and spread a corn thereon, uh, ground corn thereon, and the thing was not known. And when Absalom's servants came to the woman to the house, they said, where is Ahimaz and Jonathan? And the woman said unto them, they be gone over the brook of water. And when they had sought and could not find them, they returned to Jerusalem. And it came to pass after they were departed that they came up out of the well, And went and told the king David, and said unto David, Arise and pass quickly over the water, for thus hath Ahithophel counseled against you. And David arose, and all the people that were with him, and they passed over Jordan by the morning light, and there lacked not a one of them that was gone over Jordan. We'll stop right there. So what has happened now is word has come to David and he had has a couple of a couple of these men and it's it's quite the interesting story they get to this house and there's a well in this man's court and uh they climb down the well and they're hiding in the well and uh it's she treats it as a table she sticks it over there she puts a bunch of ground corn on there as if she's just harvesting corn we're we're just doing our job here uh, nothing to see uh this is an old well and, uh, and, and, and the Lord protects a message, literally a message in a bottle. <laughs> That's a, a very big bottle, but the Lord uses it as a well of safety and, and brings that, that message to David safely. What does not end safely is the next verse, and this is a different man. Verse 23. And when Ahithophel saw that his counsel was not followed, he saddled his ass and arose and got him home to his house, to his city, and put his household in order and hanged himself, and died and was buried in the sepulcher of his father. Now, if you'll remember with me back to our psalm study on Sunday evenings... We, we just passed through some psalms where Ahithophel is compared to who in Judas Iscariot. It is interesting that they both die the same way. One, they both die after committing treason. They both die by hanging. I don't know why the Lord chose to have that done, but the Lord foreshadowed what was going to happen through, through, through the book of Psalms, he foreshadowed how he was going to be betrayed. And so that he could truly say that, that just this this, this is going to, this was going to happen, my own familiar friend, uh, the one that, that lifted up his foot against me. And so here Ahithophel dies and he chooses, he says, you know what, I know that this council of Hushai is going to fail, And so, I don't want to get killed by David. I'm going to kill myself. And so that's exactly what happens to Ahithophel, and he is taken off the scene. We're going to stop there tonight, but if you notice in verse 24, that name that I mentioned comes up as far as where David is going. It says, then David came to Mahanaim, and we'll get there next week. But I want us to notice a couple different things about rebellion here tonight. The fact that rebellion never pays. Rebellion against God-given authority never pays. David was a God-given authority in these people's lives, especially in the life of Absalom in more ways than one. David was not just his king, David was his father. And uh, even, even with the excuses of maybe David was a terrible dad, or David did not spend enough time with Absalom, it didn't matter. David was a God given authority in his life. And so that doesn't give any child an excuse of my dad's a drunk, my dad's an absent father, he's at home, but he's he's never around, he's never around to, to talk to. God still expects for you to respect them, even if you do not respect what they're doing you need to at least give them the honor of of being your father. Rebellion against God never pays when he gives you light on an area of your life and you choose rebellion. When God shows you, hey, this needs to come out of your life, it's killing you, spiritually or even physically. God says, I've given you all the light here. And you say, no, that is... As, as if it's witchcraft. It's rebellion, and honest. We we have to be willing to say, I just need to get honest before God. It's that bad, and we often don't. We don't. We say, "Well, that's just a little thing. That's, that's a that's a that's a you know, a, a something that I've I've done all my life. That's a bad habit." Those are things in my life that 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 I've I've kind of kept under wrap. No one's going to know about that. No one's going to be affected by it. It just hurts me. And all of those things are lies from the enemy. Rebellion against God never pays. The third thing that I want us to, to recognize tonight is that the great rebel will ultimately lose. Now let's go to Revelation. I want us to look at a couple. Of passages in the book of Revelation as we come to a close tonight. Revelation chapter 12. I believe these passages will be of great encouragement to you. Revelation chapter 12. Revelation 12, starting in verse 9. And the great dragon was cast out and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. Now notice verse 12. Therefore rejoice, ye heavens, and ye that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil is come down unto you having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. The devil knows that his end is coming. Now go to Revelation chapter 20. He knows that he doesn't have long. And that is why he comes at God's children and tempts them and and tries to destroy their life and is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Notice Revelation chapter 20 and verse 10 here. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the peace and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. This is this is the end. Rebellion never wins. It never pays. Yes. People in hell will be tormented day and night, day and night forever and ever. That's right. Tormented. Yeah. It's uh, that's not that's not uh, unfortunately some people say we're just going to party in hell, or I'll I'll you know bring my bring my six pack and my my recliner and and me and my buddies and and I don't think people believe that but I think that's a, a way that they laugh their way around the reality of hell. I think down in the depths of each one of our hearts, as people made in the image of God, I think the Lord has it written on our conscience that there is a God. Um, you, you look all around you, I've, saw, I've seen just from just from different newscasts in the last couple weeks just uh, uh, pictures of Pride Fest and pictures of, of other things happening uh, down in my hometown of Milwaukee and it's heartbreaking to see because you know that these people know in their heart of hearts that they weren't made that way, and yet there's hurt in their lives that are causing them to make certain decisions that are going to have life-altering effects, and uh, and not just on them, but the people around them and their children. And so, as as uh, coming back to here, rebellion, pride, never pays. And and God wants us to realize that even it's not just the unsaved that are going to to pay that price, it does it, it it ends up being sometimes consequences in the life of a Christian that 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 has to be paid. And that, that happened in David's life. So just as we as we come to the Lord tonight and we we see this narrative of, of Absalom and really the end of Ahithophel's life and we see see that let's let's ask the Lord, Lord, is there anything in my life where you've shown me to do something and maybe I haven't done it yet, where I need to, I need to be humble and honest before you, you and you alone. And let's, let's agree with God that rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and that rebellion doesn't pay.